Okay, let's do this. Welcome to Behind the Usher Station. Woo! I'm Alex. I'm Jerome. And I'm Jonathan. We all used to work together as ushers at the IMAX Theater. And now we're doing a podcast. So if you like what we do here, uh, please like, subscribe, and share, and uh, send it to all your friends that you know on Facebook and Twitters and YouTubes. And that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the YouTubes. Grandpa? Yep. Right. Good old YouTubes. Back in my day, you didn't Just like that. and subscribe. Yes, <laughs> follow us. Woo, it's going to be fun. All right, welcome back. It is our final episode of the season. Wow. Uh, I honestly didn't think we'd make it this far. <laughs> Listen, we I think we did. Well, to be fair, we went off schedule for a few episodes. Yeah. <laughs> we got creative with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we worked towards our schedule. We we, we completely we worked, got off schedule. Yeah. Um, I'm proud of us though. Yeah. That we did this. Well, one of those weeks was kind of my fault because I didn't like communicate also and I was like I was going through a little depression because like I have a bunch of life issues going on at the moment so I did like I think that one week we didn't do an episode before it was definitely kind of me so I'll take responsibility for that one. We had a break so we, we were able to have a break that's true we all need you all need a little break sometimes you know <laughs> Um, but yeah, as for our final episode, Jonathan, why don't you do your intro and explain to everybody what's going to happen today? Yeah. Um, so for our final episode, we wanted to do something a little fun and reminisce, um, as this show is called behind the usher station. Um, we all started working together and knew each other because we were all ushers, um, at, uh, the Pacific science center, um, in the IMAX theater and we kind of wanted to reminisce on first how we all met and some of the crazy stories that we have working there and we have some crazy ones so uh be prepared yeah get weird a little bit there (laughs) um so yeah so basically i guess you can you can start off we first knew each other because we got hired together who is we there's three sorry (laughs) i'm looking at alex right now (laughs) me and alex both got hired together um and we were in the same group we're in the same interview group we were uh two of the four lucky people that got hired is it four let's not go through this again because we have debated in the past whether there were four or five people there that we all even the security officer at the time believed there was five people hired, but apparently it was only four. We actually went through really old, old schedules to look for that. Um, it was you, me, Max, and Zach. And this was a different... Oh, yeah. I'm remembering, Max. yeah, the other you Max. Met, he only then, worked there for like a couple weeks. I don't think you ever met Zach either. No, it was five. Oh, it was that awful dude. Reed. Yeah. No, wait, who was Zach then? Zach worked there for like two weeks. He got hired with us. No, no, Zach was one of the really good ones. Uh, I can't really describe. He was chubby and white and wore glasses. It's like not a very good description, but that was what he looked like. Uh, I forgot his name. His name was Zach, and then there was Max, and Max left because he actually got a like a professional job somewhere as like working in I think. 
the Chamber of Commerce. I do remember Zach. Yeah. Wow. But so I thought we checked the schedule. Or maybe it was, maybe we were debating between five or six. Five or six. Okay. All, there were I, five. There was supposed to be another one. And then Reed. Reed was awful. Reed. You never got to meet Reed, thankfully, Jerome. Reed was one of the worst. He was a mansplainer. He liked to talk about his degree a lot. A degree in history. Uh, and then he used to love recalling the whitewash history too. Uh, very textbook versions. Have you ever gotten into? I used to. I did. Used to love pissing him off though, because I think I was one of the rare few that would actually stand there, and like, just not even argue with him, but just like contradict him a lot in the same roundabout way because he would go in the roundabout, and. Uh, Thanks to my job as taking care of children, I learned how to do that. Confuse people a little bit. Um, and there was one time I upset him actually about Interstellar. And he he got so mad he actually walked away from me. Which, again, Jerome, you not knowing Reed, but you, Jonathan, knowing Reed, that was a big like feat for me because this man would never walk away from anything. And I finally like beat down his argument so much that he just like walked away and I was like yes peace <laughs> finally um but anyway enough about it Go ahead. yeah me you and you me Jonathan and I that's the correct way to <laughs> create that sentence were in the same interview we were, which I was the only girl too mm-hmm. and there were like I want to say there were like eight eight of us and there was also another black guy named Jonathan who was probably around the same age as yeah. me at the time <laughs> And I was like, in my mind, I was like, they're only gonna hire one of us because you how? Can't only do that. Yeah. But how are you gonna? Mind, you're thinking, hey. I so actually, you need to leave because uh, I'm. I want this well, job. Otherwise, and, uh, I, I mean, I mean, I'm all. I'm all. I'm all. I wish we, I, if I, I, he could have changed actually, his name or something. I wish uh, we would have both gotten hired because I'm all about uplifting my brothers and sisters. But yeah, I was like, how? Okay, how's this gonna work? We we're both. You know, three white males and then a black guy and a Hispanic girl got hired. Yeah, which uh, that kind of feels very. But funny. then if you think about it, like okay, we can we can. Yeah, so I wish the other black Jonathan would have gotten hired. How I many actually, how many white people named Bob do I interact? Well, not that many, but like how many? <laughs> like, say, how many Bobs do you know? Because I, I don't know any. I don't know any Bobs. But, um, but like like we at one time sorry one more one, one thing ahead, I was gonna say um um at one time at one point we had uh three people named Chris all white dudes oh, but yeah. but yeah, like so and they were all wonderful Chris working oh, as an usher all wonderful Chris. people but all white dudes too yeah all Very wonderful cool. people but I'm just saying like like now that I'm thinking about it my mindset is wrong because I, that other Jonathan should have gotten hired I actually didn't know which Jonathan you were. And but no no I asked you though I was like oh wait there was two I'm like were you the one with the Harry Potter tie and you were no. like no yeah and then I was like okay um, then you were the other Jonathan I don't think Johnny Jonathan has anything nerd related in his closet <laughs> I don't think so but I was just that's how that's like I was like okay there was a black guy named Jonathan and then you were, I was like wait there's two and all I remember is that one more Harry Potter tie and that wasn't the one that got hired mm-hmm. and then there was that random guy who left in the middle of the interview that was the Jonathan 
That was I the black that was and different guy because oh. he was in my group um, when we had to split up in groups and talk to like um, oh, each yeah. of the people. Um, he was in my group and he had to leave because he had to fill his parking meter. Yeah, and then he just never came back. Yeah, and it wasn't until like twenty minutes later we're all like, "Did the guy not come back?" Um, yeah, we didn't. Although we didn't start working together. Into like what a month or so into actually working at the IMAX, mm-hmm. then we finally got the first shift, and then we just kind of bonded from there. Yeah, I don't even remember us initially working together. I just remember us like always like being friendly to to towards one another. Yeah. I don't even remember that first like, oh hey, nice to meet you. I don't remember that. Well, I don't know. I think it had to do with we were the only people of color there at the moment, so I think there was an initial bond over that. Because, Jasmine, like on the usher Jasmine, side, Jasmine was in Bellingham well, in school. Oh yeah, and no, yeah, on the usher side. Actually, I didn't know any. We didn't talk to anybody in concessions at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like you, me, the three new hires, which were the tall white males. There was Ellie, a white female, Chris, another white male, and um, Dylan. Very, oh, very yeah. great guy, but still again, good man. A, good man, yeah, again, but still white male. And um, I had not worked with Tevin yet either. So I think initially we bonded probably like a little bit over that. That we were like, hey, we're the only people of color down in this this basement together. Yeah, basement. <laughs> Alice, another white person. No, Alice is actually Hispanic. No, she's she's Native American. Or Native American, she's okay. She's not Hispanic. Got it. Or at least I don't think so. I think she said she's like, something. We had a conversation where she had said she's like part Hispanic. Don't um, worry, pal. But I'm not sure. She's got a strong Spaniard blood in her. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that's why I I sometimes why would there be anything wrong? I, you're no, the one saying no, it. <laughs> I'm saying that in general, and that's why sometimes I forget she is uh, a person of color or a person of that type of heritage is because she does. Have fair skin from time to time, it looks. But then again, I do compare it to mine. And I'm dark. <laughs> I'm very dark. Darker than my own mom. <laughs> so, uh, But no, she, she is a person of color. So, But yeah, I think I didn't... I worked with her and she was kind of a downer. Mm. A lot of the people I worked with also were downers. And you were the only one who was willing to interact and talk and be happy everybody else just wanted to play on their phones or read a book or, or something like that and i'm like we're stuck in here for eight hours please somebody talk to me <laughs> and like you were the you were one of the few people who were chatty so that was awesome for those and i think you don't know by the way uh working at the boring max theater is uh, the equivalent to having a reality show job in the sense that uh especially during the evening time, you have an evening movie. On average, your movie's about two hours. That means that in between that two hours, while you're enjoying your movie, the ushers are staying outside outside the, the doors of the theater doing nothing, more or less. And so there's plenty of time to interact and talk and make friends and yeah. things like that. And that's how yeah. I ended up uh, slamming the hammer. Uh, the Thor Ragnarok standee with an actual hammer. Because we get very bored standing there. Yeah, we yeah. It, <laughs> Tevin went through that. I posted that. That was that was a fun. If you want to check out that video of Tevin going through the uh, the movie standee, then check our Instagram at or, Behind the Usher Station or our Facebook. Yeah, or our Facebook. Um, uh, I should post that up on YouTube. That hey, um, so 
so then so we were working together and then the um the Boeing IMAX theater closed basically for renovations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was still there, but I, yeah, I was a seasonal hire. And then when they reopened the Boeing, they're like, Hey, Alex, do you want to come back as an usher? And I was working actually as a security officer for like a two month period. It was awful. I, I, I think I worked two real jobs, honestly, with the security company I was with. I hated it. And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and then we got to work together even more, which was which was really great. Mm-hmm. The movie we worked mainly with together, and I think which established our friendship was Interstellar. Mm-hmm. Even though I hate it Ugh, so much, long movie, jeez. Uh, that was when also the IMAX had film, and an usher had to stay in the theater. And every time there was dust or something, we had to call up and be like, "Oh, can I get a wipe to clean up the camera or the glass or something." So the film would appear clear. Yeah, that was an, that was another awful part. So I we saw Interstellar like an average of fifty times a month. Or something. Mm-hmm. I, it was just the I, I at I least like once every shift. I hate it. Yeah, for like uh like two months straight or yeah yeah two or three months straight something like that. Yeah. So um. But then when I came back, they also had new hires, which you were that was you. Drum. Yeah, I was part of a group. I think there was seven of us. Um, and all of us got hired because I, I assume that, like, I think of all the people I knew that were working usher-wise, it was you, Jonathan, um, Alice, Tevin, and I think Jasmine. But I think Jasmine was at school at the time. Um, and I think Lauren. So it was like a lot of, like, they needed, I guess, I an extra staff. Like a- weekend yeah yeah to like back it up uh back up everybody so they hired all of us and it was me um ellie came back in that interview uh kim josh toby max and i think that's it kaylee and kaylee right that's not cool (laughs) i was like i was like it's either seven or eight i can't remember (laughs) and it was or seven or six and that was seven right thank you um so all of us got hired together and uh so we kind of already had like built-in uh, friendships because we all of us were like, "Hey, we're all in the same group and all working together." But then I met you two, and uh, it's been fun ever since. Yeah. <laughs> Much like me and Alex, I don't remember us. Well, I do remember that one time when you came the first shift yeah, at when you seven came seven in the morning <laughs> when it was for a seven p.m. shift. To be fair, that's Caitlin's fault. He didn't put PM or AM on the podcast. On no, the he sheet. wasn't doing the schedules at that point. It was somebody no, it else. Was, it was somebody else. Whoever it was, they didn't put PM or AM. They didn't specify. And I knew the place was open at 7 a.m. So I was like, am I supposed to be there at 7 a.m.? What's going on? But I, I I honestly don't remember us like having that first shift together where we were like talking. This, I don't remember. I, I just vaguely... remember us like talking. Yeah, to say with you, John, I vaguely remember my first shift with you, Jerome. I didn't like you very much. <laughs> no. Well, no, there's no way to really defend that. Um, <laughs> I'm about to say, no, there no, isn't. <laughs> it was because you were, we were, I was working with you, I think Josh and Max, and the three of you were just talking about directors. We're all movie buffs. Well, yeah, no, I give you that. But I was like trying to steer the conversation a little bit. <laughs> And then somehow we ended up back in that topic. And I'm like, 
oh my god, these three nerds. <laughs> I'm going to be stuck down here with them. So I like corrupt, I kept creeping away from you guys. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, you know that one director? I'm like, I don't. Like, <laughs> And like, you guys almost didn't get the hint. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're saying. Um, I watch movies for enjoyment, not for study. And I'm going to go hide in the back now. And now but you're doing movies on podcasts. <laughs> well, no, I watch the movies, true. but I still don't know the directors or the writers or anything. I don't know the details like that. I just know if I enjoy it or not. But eventually, I think I got to work with you guys one-on-one. And then I ended up liking like everybody and being like, oh, you guys aren't so bad. You just need to separate them for a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, in individual stance. You guys are good. In a group, the first was just like, oh, my God, there's like no conversation range here. But then it got better because then eventually there was conversation range. And I think it's just we all got more friendly and more comfortable with each other. So it wasn't a, oh, this is the only thing we all know about. So this is what we have to talk about. To be honest, I don't think I can remember um, our early shifts together um, but I do, I just remember those shifts of us, uh, just us. And it's like the most ones that are vivid are the, and I think where our friendship really grew is when we started to kind of be like debate partners <laughs> all the time oh, yeah, we used- and debate all the time, but not in a way of like with malicious intent, just like discussions about movies and topics and even sometimes fun stuff like our discussion about whether you have Thor's hammer or Doctor Strange's cloak. I think that's where it actually, the strength of our friendship began was that, or where this even idea of this podcast started was that conversation because we got a lot of people involved and we yeah, even got like- Customers would walk by and just be staring at yeah. us. As we there was this, this, uh, this, this one couple, at least you guys, <laughs> and I remember them. And I remember him agreeing with me and because I wanted Thor's hammer. And he's like, I agree with you. And I'm like, thank you. He was like the only one that outright was like, gave me some like support. All the other customers were constantly like, oh, but it'd be so much fun to have a flying cake. I'm like, no. I'm like, that thing is constantly like touching you. (laughs) I'm like, and plus I can create lightning with Thor's hammer. I mean, the cave is just a sentient being on its own. I don't want that. It allows you to fly. That thing would watch me in the living room. Like, I'm sitting on the couch. All of a sudden, it's, like, floating. I'm like, no. He's very sentient. You can tell him to just, you know, go to the other room. You know, chill And out. so he just floats. Then he's lonely. I need a non-sentient yeah. being. It's like a dog. To be, like, my you know, totem. be like, hey, go to your room. You know, you go and sleep. Just, and then we'll see each other in the morning. Okay. Everything, it'll be fine. Uh, respect to my sister and her girlfriend. I hate their dogs now. <laughs> I've spent a week with her uh, dogs. I was staying at her place and they need just so much love and affection. And I found out I cannot uh, give that, (laughs) which is a good thing to find out. You know, I don't have children and I don't have anything other than a cat who has my personality. So she literally sits on her own side of the couch. You know, once in a while, she'll put her paw on me and be like, I love you. And then that's it for like two months. (laughs) You know, that's what I prefer. Um, so clearly, I do have, like, a small issue bonding with people and animals. Um, but nonetheless, like, that's yeah. that's where... And then that grew from us having discussions to then uh, we had, I think, especially after that game night we had, we had, a, we had a game night. 
it was the biggest game night we've ever had because literally almost like half the whole staff came out um, mm-hmm. and uh, we were all invited by Josh to that- come to Mox uh, Cafe and we all- should do it again that was, yeah, that we was fun uh, like a big group like that yeah. that'd be fun we yeah. played Red Flags and uh, all types of games and so after that then I got the idea I was like you know what we should bring games to the IMAX considering we don't have anything to do for like two plus hours um especially if you have multiple showings of a movie that's like four or six hours you're just down there doing nothing so then i brought super fight and uno Which and I'm that still the champion of super fight i'm just putting it <laughs> see i was never involved in the uno games but i you think that the was super fight thing i did like once yeah but yeah. I, I just remember hearing about y'all stories about the the so, Uno like like apparently there were raised the, there were raised be, voices. This could lead to the there story was, section because I'll yeah. I'll never forget the first Uno game we played was me you and Kim and it was Rogue One and we played for two hours. We did um, <laughs> in that game. You drew sixteen cards off a stack of draw of draw twos. So it was like ridiculous. Kimberly. Yeah, Kimberly and, too. So. Hey, yeah, like, <laughs> hey everybody, so my dad's now on the pod. Welcome. <laughs> How's, it How's it going? Hi. Hey. It's me, Alex. Jonathan. Nice to meet you. Hey, we well, should be done probably around like uh, seven or so. so. Um, yeah, uh, Kimberly was actually supposed to go home. It was the end of her shift. And we're like, do you want to play one round? It was we kept playing really quick rounds because mm-hmm. it was just me and Jerome playing. And then when Kimberly got involved, we just kept going and going. And she ended up staying because everybody because really she was off too. Yeah, she stopped leaving home, going oh. home to play with us. Because and then she wouldn't let it go. And then we actually went on Facebook Live for a little bit. <laughs> I remember how, seeing that video. Yeah, and then how, and then uh, our supervisor had said something like, "Hey, aren't you guys supposed to be working right now?" Like <laughs> or who's something? watching the theater? I'm like, I'm checking on it periodically, but really, we were just um. Getting really competitive. Well, it just got real. That's when I found out. I was like, man, game night gets real. Because Alex punched me. I did. Rightfully so. No, no, no. Because I did make her draw a bunch of cards I, in that Uno I game. Gently I gently punched <laughs> you in the shoulder. No, no, no. It wasn't like hard. It's yeah. just the fact that I, know, I was I, like, but I physical do, violence was I involved. <laughs> like that you always tell people like that. You never like lead off with what it was about. All like any time we were talking about Uno to any of the other staff members, because that's the interesting part of the like, story. You know, oh, you want to leave it them ends with, with the... Alex punching me, and I'm like, I punched him in the shoulder, and it was gentle, and he's fine, and I apologize. But don't lead off with that. Don't start with that. <laughs> no, like, you start. You start like, with you the, would with tell, the you would tell new staff members, and I'm pretty sure a lot of new staff members became scared of me before even meeting me because I was like oh here's this violent woman you start the story of media res and then we get the backstory of how all that happened um I quite like we I we had the same kind of discussions you and me Jonathan but mainly about the walking dead mm-hmm, we did yeah. I think that's what bonded us kind of yeah we you got I got into the walking dead while like soon after I started her yeah, it was like soon after I started at the Science Center, I got into The Walking yeah. Dead and I knew and I, I, I had known you were into it. So we kind of like had full on yeah, discussions was, about the episode. Into, I was into the show and the comics. I stopped watching the show and I actually stopped reading the comics a little while back. Um, my sister has them still. I just started branching out to other things and The Walking Dead just got 
more political than it did about the zombies and i'm like well if you're gonna have a zombie show how are you not gonna have zombies in it yeah and there were i remember it was at the point where um because it came on sundays and i would be i would be leaving i would work in the morning and you were working the night so you wouldn't be able to watch the show so you would have me uh be you would have me be like uh you would say text me if uh this person dies or or text me something if this person is still alive or text we would have like codes and stuff yeah because i would be like i want to know but i don't want to (laughs) know and there was a time we were uh when that whole right spoiler alert when glenn dies um it was a big season finale. I didn't get to see the season premiere where they showed who dies, which is Abraham and Glenn. And but there was always rumors like, oh, you know, Norman's getting killed off or this or that. So I was like, oh, text me no if Norman dies or text me yes if this person dies. Um, And you're like, but what if they don't show it till, you know, the next episode? They're still like, you know, draining it out. And I'm like, then I don't know. Send me a, a, a monkey or and a banana. I don't I don't know. what to do Because if they're doing that, that's not cool either. Um, so we really like started that like bonding and like because I actually actually the first time I ever met Avery, um, which she became one of my most favorite people to work with. Uh, the first day she was working, I think, or even the second day, I had literally run up to you, jumping up and down and being like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And then you started getting really, really excited too. And it was like Avery's first day, and she was like, really take. She's like, "Oh yeah, I remember." That. And I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, I just turned to you and be like, "Hi, I'm Alex." And I started jumping and getting weird again. I'm like, it was probably like, looked like I was on some sugar high or something. I'm like, I probably freaked her out. Um, I think I remember that. Yeah, I remember that vaguely. Yeah, um, I had to like introduce you to like Avery, Avery. Alex, Alex. Avery. This is Avery, a new person. I'm like, oh hi. I'm like, I'm sorry. And then I started going crazy all again about the walking gun. I think uh, my favorite story between me and you, Jonathan, is uh, very recent. Uh, what? But it's when we were hanging out in the theater, and I don't know what. I think I was like running off of like two hours of sleep, but was like jacked up on sugar and caffeine from soda. And um, so I just decided to do my like pastor like weird yell voice reading all of the slides oh, yeah. in the Boeing IMAX theater. <laughs> nobody's in there, by the way. It was empty. It was it just was, me, Jonathan, and Tevin. Yeah. The weird or, stuff I, we get into. Was it someone? I think I feel like it was someone else other than Tevin, or was it or, Tevin? I'm pretty sure it was Tevin. Okay. Or if it wasn't Tevin, it was somebody else. I can't remember who. But it was another usher. I know right. That. It was three of us. I do remember it was because it was it was very funny, but also stupid. <laughs> and uh, as I'm like screaming my lungs out, trying to like be extra and reading these slides or whatever, um, camps was tearing down in the back section of Boeing where they often set up their stuff. And I don't know if they thought something weird was going on. So I just see a head like a, a dude just run out from the doors. <laughs> and sees us messing around and he's like okay and then he just runs back <laughs> yeah, i thought there was some well, with the way you know people record nowadays like go on tiktok i wish i had recorded stupid, it that was funny stupid videos like you probably <laughs> thought there was just some kids recording some weird video in there <laughs> um so i know well i know uh we have some interesting like customer stories yeah. about about times that we've worked together and there oh, yeah. were there were some interesting customers that kind of got on our nerves um, because there was a point where we were working like weekends 
um we were like the weekend evening crew and stuff happened and we were both in school at the time too oh just yeah that's about right. to finish so there was like this extra stress level we had and we were just completely done with uh customers and stuff mm-hmm. it was also sold out shows yeah there was one time where the the lady didn't know that she couldn't bring a full-on pizza into the theater oh yeah that it lady was, was like she, was, she snuck yeah. the pizzas in Came okay. back out. Yeah. Oh, you were there too. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. I remember this. <laughs> it was it was Thor Ragnarok. This woman, two full on pieces, like large or medium, whatever. It was two on full pieces. She was holding. Up. She brought them in. The three of us, actually four, because Tevin was there too. Tevin's always there. Uh, did yeah, he not, lives there. Of course, he's always yeah. there. Nobody saw her. Not a single soul. And then she comes out, and I'm like, oh well, you can't bring those in. I'm like we can storm. She's like, "Well, I have hungry boys from soccer practice." I'm like, "You waited in that line for they were standing in line. You were just holding the pizza from your children, and then you say you pick them up for so you were not feeding them in the car either. And then also, why did you? And she's like, "Oh, my two kids and my husband are in there." I'm like, "I wanted to be like, why did you not just leave the pizza with them?" And she's like, "I've never heard this rule before." I'm like, "That's a lie," because it's every movie theater's rule. To not let you bring outside yeah. food. Yeah. And it's also like a big joke of how you sneak food into the theaters and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? And which eventually she gave. She gave me the pieces. I put it in the fridge. And she went to go get popcorn and soda. And I was like, okay, fine. Annoying. I dealt with it. But then she came back. <laughs> and it was it was before the movie had started. So she could have brought the boys out into the lobby to eat yeah. the pizza. Well, my thought pattern was, is I'm like, are you really going to use the Popeye's chicken argument? Like people being like, how am I gonna feed my family now? Now that these chicken sandwich, hey, this is back when they had right. the new recipe of Popeye's chicken, yeah. but they brought it up Pretty again for the like, chicken sandwich. Oh, but thing. my boys are hungry because well, like, I picked them up straight from soccer practice. I'm like, well, I wanted to be like, you should have fed them in line, you should have fed them in the car, you should have fed them when they were just sitting down. You were purposely waiting for the movie to start. So you could clearly eat your while they're boys watching the film. could have yeah. waited, and you you could have you can wait even longer. And then she came back, and then she gave me more arguments. And um, she's like, "I've never heard this." I'm like, "Well, it's a rule we have." I'm like, "I'm like, it's nothing personal." I stopped a woman eating a full plate of tacos. Like it's nothing <laughs> personal. I see pizza. I see food. We stopped. Speaking That's of food, we actually get a lot of food. For the like, uh, cause I'll never forget that day that dude no, came in. Let me finish this. Yeah, part. go ahead and finish your. Part. No, and then so there's also something I I don't I don't know if it's a there's like campers there or uh, what's it called Discovery Circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teenagers, awful teenagers, bratty teenagers. The worst. Oh no, that's uh um uh. Not Discovery different. Circle. That's a different thing. What is Discovery it? Circle is the people who donate. Oh. Um, and uh, Discovery Core. Little kids. Yeah. Discovery Core. Discovery Core. Uh, the worst kids because they're basically volunteers, but they come down and be like, "I work here." I'm like, "What department do you work in?" Discovery Court, and like, "No, you, you don't. You don't put in the manual labor. We do. You, you don't have to work the long hours. You're out of here by like 3 p.m. and you come back to watch a movie. That's well, that's a, that's a that's they, they still work at the same place. They, they just don't they do the same don't. amount of work. They don't do anything. Don't look at me like that. Have they you ever worked at Discovery Court? To I've know that them. for sure. I've seen their scheduling and I've talked to people in the GS. They're like, yeah, the kids go around and play with stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> she's like, oh, I work with Discovery Corps. And when she said that, already expressing my emotions, I like shut down. I was like, okay, I was sympathetic for you for a little bit. But now you're trying to play that. Well, I also work here card with me. And I was like, oh, you're definitely not getting these pieces in. You're definitely not getting them. I'm like, you called her a hoe? 
Huh? <laughs> I was like gonna, I was like ready to toss them in the trash. I was like, you're not getting them ever again. Um, but then after that, after the movie, like I told her, you can pick up your pizzas at the top. We'll give them to the astros. She never came back for them. Yeah, I remember that. She, yeah, she yeah. Spent a solid like fifteen to twenty minutes arguing with me, and. She didn't even allow they coming back for the pieces, even though her sons were starving to death. And I was like, are you are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I like and you ended up eating one. I did. And then uh, the projectionist also. Yeah, he, yeah, I gave it to him. Mm-hmm, he also ate like, one as well. We, I waited like an hour. Actually, I waited till the next movie started, which was almost like a solid hour. And uh, I was like, well, she's clearly not coming back. And I highly doubt people are going to let her back in. The theater closed down because she was in the second to last showing. So I was like, there's nobody even to let her in. So I'm like, we're just, I'm just going to eat them. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, drove me crazy. Yeah. I never heard that rule. No outside food into the Who right? hasn't heard of, you can't, you don't bring The outside same people food. who have also heard that apparently there's no bathrooms next to the, next to the movie theater. I'm telling you. Wait, what are you referencing? Every person that's ever existed ever to come to an IMAX theater. Because that's all they ever ask. Like, do you have restrooms? Like, no, we just pee in our hands. Yes, we have restrooms. (laughs) It's over there. Like, just look. They don't even look. That's that's my issue. My favorite. No one even tries to find it. They never asked. They would look. No, some people. And then they go all the way on the other opposite end. Go into the emergency exit area and just like look at the doors. (laughs) When we're right there. Yeah, I'm just like. How much longer do you think they'll look around before they just ask us? <laughs> like Packard, I gave a slight pass because I'm like the bathrooms are like very far removed mm-hmm. from Packard. But even then, I the only thing I don't like or didn't like because I don't ever work at Packard Boeing really anymore um, is when I'd be at Packard and they'd be like, "Where are the restrooms?" I'd be like, "Oh, it's just down the way and just down the steps." And they're like, ah. "Yeah," and, like, and they complain. It is not that far. In fact. You, it's like and half we the got distance. You 13 have minutes until this there. movie starts. So. Right. It is not or, that far. Come on. You know, hold it. Like, if you really don't. Like, there's nothing. Go ahead and complain. But there's like nothing we can do. That's a structured building. Mm-hmm. Um, the other customer story I wanted to bring up real quick. Um, when oh, we were working. Quick, sorry. Uh, last thing I just want to mention about food is uh, people, if you like the IMAX theater, bring us food. We do appreciate it. There are multiple times people brought us food. And then there's that dude who works at the bakery that would bring, like, uh, the box of cookies and stuff. Chris. Chris? No, not Chris. I mean, yes, Chris would do that, too. But there's a different guy who was a regular customer, and he would often bring his scooter. And we'd always take care of his scooter stuff. And he worked. I didn't know he worked at a bakery. I would I've run never... into that scooter guy. But I ran into the scooter guy. He never had Yeah, well, same. Well, that's because he, he, he only did that, I think, shortly after he just, like, he just got to a point. I don't know what happened. I don't know if we were like extra nice to him one day or something, but he was like, uh, he came in for a movie I and I was working. Eat food from a customer. And he was like, hey, I got these extra cookies that we have from the bakery for you guys if you like it. Um, and uh, I just like, you guys are super cool to us and you always like let me bring my scooter and stuff and store it for me. So uh, here you go. And he gave us free cookies. They were good cookies. I thought you were going to talk about that one family who. Oh, sorry. Um, there's this one family who I stopped from bringing food because they had plates. Each individual person, I want to say there was about six of them, five of them, had their own plates with uh, foil on them. And I was like, okay, they all have food. Cool. I was like, you can't bring that. He's like, what are we supposed to do? I'm like, eat it or give it to me to store. And then he sat down with his family and they had cutlery. 
This was like full on dinner for them. They pulled out cutlery and like which that's not practical to eat in the dark in a movie. You can't see your food. You can't. You're gonna be cutting your your leg like you. (laughs) And I was like, how are you bringing cutlery into a film like this? Like it's a sold out film. No, come on. Be Mm -hmm. like if you're gonna sneak in food, reasonable people. Mm -hmm. Bring candy. That's well, the only food I ever seen. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. If you're Candy or, dinner, or, a cold, or a not hot cold sandwich yeah. that won't like stink up the cold, place. Cold foods. Nothing that has smells or anything. Because we're, we're not doing it because we're being mean or we're, you want, we want you to eat our jacked up price candy. No, we have to clean it up. Customers have to smell it. We get complaints. And also, people are allergic to everything nowadays. So you're also exposing, you know, cross-contamination, exposure, allergies. It's not just we're being mean people. Yeah. Um, the one that I was going to bring up was um, the one time where it was the family. It was a family, mom, dad. They had two boys that were maybe like oh, yeah. 10, <laughs> around age 10. Um, and it was a long line and I was scanning the tickets. It, it was for uh, Spider-Man. Okay. It was for the first one? Spider- yeah. Okay. Um, and... I, I was scanning tickets. It was a long line. I think the other scanner was broken. So you were just like standing there making sure, making sure people were like going in. Yeah, I was doing like the yelling and stuff. Yeah. And um, the family comes up and the dad has the tickets on his phone, but the brightness is not turned up all the way. Um, and the screen brightness needs to be turned up all the way in order to scan the tickets. So I ask. Which really quick, by the way, there at the time was a little stand in the center of the ramp because mm-hmm. it was there a long still way ramp. Is. Yeah, it actually looks like a better sign now mm-hmm. than what it was originally. That says you need to have your brightness all the way up. And I was actually going down this long line at the top of my lungs yelling, turn up your brightness. If you can't get your tickets, connect to the Wi-Fi and all this. Like, I gave, like, instructions yelling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it was a little ridiculous. I'm like, if your brightness on to- I'm like, the comment we got, if your brightness or your phone screen's not hurting your eyes, then your brightness is not all the way up. Mm-hmm. Which is what I would get the comment, oh, my eyes. Like, so I was like, make it hurt your eyes. We can scan it. We can get you in. Like, it was super... Easy instructions. But yeah, continue background for this guy. <laughs> yes. Um, so he didn't have his brightness turned all the way up. So I, I politely asked him, I said, um, oh, can you please turn your screen brightness up all the way? And he, for some reason, he didn't understand like what that meant. It wasn't a language barrier or anything. He spoke perfect English. and But he just like didn't know what I was saying. Um, and then he goes, he, he like... Um, tap something on his phone and he he hands it back to me and i'm like oh can you i ask again can you turn your screen brightness up all the way and he still doesn't understand what i'm saying so at this point i'm like okay we got a long line here (laughs) we we need to finish scanning these people so i go to reach for it just like like slightly (laughs) and then he he what he did actually was like it is all the way up and it can't be turned up even more. And then he does the, the... He had the iPhone. So he goes up. It was an up at the time before it was a down. He goes up and then he doesn't actually touch the brightness button. He like hovers above it and goes like th- like swipes it. Mm-hmm. And then shuts it down. He's like, see? That's that's how bright it can go. Like he doesn't actually do it. So basically, essentially, he's just being uncooperative. He's lying. And he's, he's lying is what he is. And right. so just, just tell it like it is. And then you looked at him like, it's about 
to go down. <laughs> so I reach for it and he pulls back. He jerks his arm back. And I say, I tell him, I- I'm just trying to help you out, sir. And then he goes, no, you're just trying to help yourself. <laughs> What? I remember the story now when you I, said okay, it. Okay. You said that. Wanted to like jump in and fight so bad, but I was like, no, this is Jazz. What? Like, you don't need like an angry I, I did not know what he was saying. I did not know how to respond to that. And then a couple seconds go by. And then one of the kids, one of the little boys that he's with, looks up at his dad and, and he's like, just let him do it. <laughs> it was like like the oldest one, too. And uh-huh. You did it so quickly and swiftly, and he just walked away. With he his walked. Head in he shame. he was embarrassed. You could tell he was like, "Oh, you know it's bad uh, when your kids think you're embarrassing them. They're just like, <laughs> all right, look, man, like you, like I'm ten and I know how to act better than this. Let the man turn your brightness up. Come on, Dad. Yeah, but then he tried to play it off as cool because he had another guest come in. Uh, which he went to go get and then he's like look it's the brightness guy or the light guy which and then he pointed to Jonathan and all the ushers we all just stared at him like no like dude you cannot make this better we we all know the, what you did the, the, the deed is done yeah, <laughs> we all have this look like going no he did, we're the, not playing he did the thing that the every theater. person that's ever been filmed being racist tries to do like, do you remember that there. story of that lady who tried to keep a dude from getting into his building because she didn't know he lived there? Mm-hmm. And so later in that video, when like he gets in with his key and stuff, she's like, "Well, no, I just wanted to be neighborly. You know, I want to, I want to know where you live and stuff." And I'm like, "Yeah, see, because you messed up. Now you want to be his friend." I, <laughs> my, is that my? My favorite racist story in the IMAX was when I want to say we were working. I think it was like Star Wars World One or something. There's this woman at concessions who wanted more, who wanted butter on her popcorn. They're like, "Oh, it's it's pre mixed," and we yeah, were also that's we had the butter powder or whatever, right? Not at the or, time, or no. flavoring or whatever. That it, was just yeah, it was, in the it was pre-mixed. It was yeah. already in there. And she's like, "Well, I want more," and they're like, "Well, we don't have any." And then she's like, and then she made some comment, and then it was Al and George or Jorge. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, Al apparently chuckled because we were all running on steam. We were all super tired. We were getting, but we were all crazy busy. And I think he just chuckled a little bit like, huh, no, we don't like, okay. And then she got angry and started like yelling at them. And then she stomped away and came to me. This was at the time we were working with um, two other ushers who were brother and sister. Super annoying during this time because <laughs> they had to do the speech together. Every single time. They didn't have to. They chose to. No. They I, they would do I, like bits and to. skits. and Yeah, stuff. which was like you're making the movie run like five minutes late, by the way, with your little skit. Did I ever and tell she, you, Max, me and Max once timed one of their speeches and it it timed out to about seven minutes? <laughs> I believe that. And then they kept leaving ushers alone to handle the glasses and ticket scanning, which ended up being me. And this woman came up angrily to me and I'm scanning... Like 50 people and handing out 3D glasses at the same time. And she's like, I want those people's names. And I'm like, she has to tell me the whole story. She's like, I just wanted extra butter on my popcorn. And I'm like, well, we did they explain to you that we don't have a butter machine? She's like, yeah, but that's not the point. They laughed at me. And I was like, okay. She's like, I want their names because they're not wearing name tags. And I looked and I can see it's Alan Jordan. I'm like, oh, they're just being stupid. And she's like, and I'm like, okay, which, which concessions people? 
And she's like, oh, the one with the dirty blonde hair. And then she looks to George and she was about to say the Mexican. Clearly. And she was like, like a quarter way. She said the meh. And then she turns and looks at me. And I had that point. Stop scanning people. I had three 3D glasses in my hands and my hands both just like lowered. And I stared at her like almost daring her like, go on. And she goes, said the tan one. And I was like, the tan one. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say that a lot. And what my favorite thing was that the customers there were staring at her too. So nobody minded that I actually physically stopped my job. Because we were all just kind of watching her and her mistake. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, the dirty blonde one, his name's Peter. And the and I'm like... And you I'm did like, not give them fake names. I gave them fake names. And then I was like... I then, would do it? Shoot, you don't think I wouldn't? I'd be like, my, yeah, that's Steve for, and that's for, Michael. For her, I gave, and I just looked at her and I was like, and the mm, tan man one, uh, and which I did say, mm, because that's what she did. I was like, the mm, tan man one, uh, his name, I think I gave her some very generic white name. His name is Bill. I don't think I use, but I remember saying Peter for one and something and I like gave her and I'm like, oh yeah, you can just email. She's like, oh, okay. But I said, I'm like, well, I can't do anything. I'm just, and I just kind of turned back and started scanning people again. And I came up to them later and I was like, oh, if you get a complaint about Peter and blah, 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 it's you too. And they like tried to, def- I'm like, I don't care. Or, this woman was going to make a racist comment clearly, or just like use an unnecessary form of description. Mm. And I was like, I don't, I don't care. You guys got fake names. There you guys go. They're ever trying to figure out who it was the dirty blonde one. They have to find Peter. They gotta find Peter, the dirty blonde one, and the men tan one. I uh, we never, I never had any racist moments in uh, at IMAX, but we did. There was funny. The most fun I've ever had at IMAX has always involved other black people coming to IMAX. Um, I know what story you're about to say. I was going to say the first time me, you, and Tevin worked together. And there's this, like, and it was late. And it was the last show of some movie. I can't remember what it was. But this black guy came and he had his friend with him. And uh, we scanned their tickets and everything. I was sweeping up. And Tevin was doing something. But we were all on the floor at the same time. And he just stopped after getting his ticket. He just looked around and he was like, all right, I like this theater. They got the brothers working up in here. <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time because I'm like, only a black man would even think to like stop everything to address the fact that other people that look like him are in the same place he's at at that time. I got, I got, ran- I mainly got ra- random racist fun. Another one that confused me more so than offended me was that after I gave a speech, in English, by the way, I cannot speak Spanish. I know a couple words in Spanish and phrases here and there. Uh, in perfect English, uh, afterwards, it was me and Omar working. I walked up to Omar and he's like, I got a complaint about you. And I'm like, what What did I do? He says, I miss Omar, the woman, by the way. I, I know. Seen him so long. Such a sweetheart. He's a good guy. Um, the woman complained that I did not do the speech in Anglo-Saxon English. Wow. <laughs> and I looked at him. I'm like, I don't even know what that means entirely. Um, Anglo-Saxon, that is like straight up like English, English, like British almost. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so I was like, did she, was she offended that I did not speak in a British accent? Because I do not look like somebody who belongs in the Great Britain Isles. <laughs> um, I am like, I think 13% Italian, 25% Spaniard. So I belong some parts of Europe. But the British Isles is not something uh, that is high in my DNA. So I was like, how do you, was she speaking proper Anglo-Saxon English? And I was like, I don't even know what that is. And that was like the weirdest racist moment I ever got. Uh, the other ones were very standard. Like at most, I've only ever had people mess up my name. How do you mess up Jerome? Because I've gotten Jeremy a lot. <laughs> and you've also gotten Jonathan. Oh yes, and also me and Jonathan have been mistaken for each other. Asked if we were brothers multiple because we, time, <laughs> which is weird because we don't, we look, don't look, like. look anything alike, other than the fact that we have. The same black skin. skin. Well, the only thing that makes us look somewhat like is that we both are very skin, like we both are pretty slender yeah. and tall. Now I will well, give people. Jonathan's that. taller than you. Jonathan's, but Jonathan's and not that were, much taller than me. Jonathan's not like you a whole foot taller had, like, than me. A beard too. And John, I don't think you've ever had a beard. Like maybe a little, like you have a little, you have a little hair, hair on your like chin. But nothing, no, never, not like, as much as you though. You've always I've no, no, not as hair. much as me. I'm saying just a little bit, just a little bit. Um. That being said, though, that's uh, still no excuse. No, the only person I ever gave a pass for that was a little black girl, because <laughs> she was like, eight. she ain't even getting my pass either. I, don't g- care. I gave her a pass because I'm like, you're black, so you and you probably assume that like, a lot of black people that look similar are related. Haven't, haven't you gotten weird variations of your name too? Like, well, that's like all throughout my life. Like, oh. if if someone, Which I always think is weird. Yeah, if someone doesn't them. know my name, the the usually the first the most common uh variation of my name if somebody does not know my name is jordan um or like jeremy mm. also so but spelled the normal I way i <laughs> have never met a black man named jeremy really i think i have but it's it was a long time ago there's one of the winners of survivor his name is jeremy and he's black really yeah but um i was gonna say speaking of speeches i did uh I'll never forget the time I fooled somebody into thinking I was from England uh, during a speech. It was back when I actually cared about doing speeches, and I just started working there. And we had uh, Spectre, a James Bond movie. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, how funny would it be if I did the whole speech in British voice? So I did. And uh, did the whole British accent thing, whatever. Nobody reacted. So I was like, I feel like I wasted Um, time. I used to do an Irish accent. At Packard all the time when I was by myself because I would get bored. So when people were asking me where the bathroom was, I did it in the Irish accent. Do the speech in the Irish accent. And the only, like people always gave me weird looks. But there was only one time I ever got really a double glance. And it was from an older black gentleman who where I instructed him where the bathroom was. He wasn't looking at me. And then he looked up and stared at me. Looked away and then looked back at me like, wait... Wait, no, none of this makes sense. What? what none of this make, no, none no, of this, this is right at all. What's going on here? Well, one of the times that oh, that just I didn't that just my story. Oh wait, what? I thought what no. story? Wait, what's about what? I didn't finish about the accent. I did the speech and then and then I just let you do the Irish accent thing. So I'm like, it's related. And then weeks later, this guy shows like I do a speech at Packard. I'm working at Packard doing my thing or whatever, and this guy shows up. And he's like, um, hey, I have a quick question. 
uh, you work at the other theater, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, listen, last time I was at the theater, uh, you had a British accent. And I could have sworn it was like super real, but my son said it was fake. And now I'm so confused. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and I was like, I, and then in my head, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, do I keep up the lie or do I like just, well, just come Well, clean? you had already said you, words I by then, right? You had to give it up because you already spoken non-Anglo-Saxon English and uh, <laughs> non-Anglo-Saxon and clearly he, he came there enough that he recognized you pretty quickly so I had a couple people actually that would recognize me I talked to a lot of customers and there's one dude in particular he's really cool um and he worked at uh Wazoo but he would come sometimes and he'd be like hey how you doing how's school doing stuff I had a couple of regulars that are really nice nice to me um the one thing the uh, and I guess we should um, start to wrap this up because we're 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 getting close to time. Um, yeah, I know these go by so fast. Um, I know for real. But um, the one story that I think we have to talk about is because um, you you reminded me when we, you were talking about doing a speech. But um, when we met Shannon Leto from Thirty Seconds to Mars, oh, yeah. he came to he came, he came to, to our to theater, Zootopia. and um, we. Uh, we initially, so he came in and the reason how, um, so I recognized him because, um, my dad had actually helped him, um, with a car, um, purchase and he took a picture with him and everything and he showed it to me. And then, oh, so that was like my frame of reference. So when he came in, I'm like, that's him. And then we looked him up and everything. And then I told Alex and then, um, at the end of the show, um, well, there's the whole speech debacle okay, that you so can... Actually, going back to that beginning, you're like, oh, yeah, he's a drummer. And then I'm like, I don't know who he was. Because um, <laughs> I, I, I rarely know who people are, honestly. Yeah. And um, I went to give the speech. It wasn't because I think of Shannon Little, but just because we you you were like excited and you're like, is we just one for picture? Like. I would ask him for a picture because I think that would be fun. And he see, he seemed like such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He was. And then I kind of stared at everybody for a second when I went to give the speech. And I'm like, I've forgotten everything I was supposed to tell you guys. <laughs> and, but not Shane Little. But there was another woman in that crowd. Very, very sweet. Was like, it's okay, honey. Take your time. And I was like, thank you. I'm like, oh, you're here to see Zootopia. And I'm like, and uh, you exit here and here, and it's this long, and um, enjoy the film. And I'm like, oh, concessions. Like, I ran back before I put down the mic, and I was like, concession closes. And I'm pretty sure I startled people in that crowd with the way I well, I just jumped about that. And then I'm like, thank you. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's the first time ever in the working there that I forgot. I did f- present the wrong movie title. <laughs> I was like, welcome I, to this movie in 3D. And they're like, see, this if I ever the forgot, wrong movie. I just would be like, welcome this show. Yes. I've missed up the title. I've, I forgot the title one time. One time I forgot the title in my speech. And then I was like, welcome to what's the name of this movie, guys? <laughs> okay, there you go. I was just testing you. It was a long, and I actually... Like, just said the wrong one, the movie that was going to be afterwards. They're like, this is this movie. And it was when we still had the stubs. So I, like, pulled it out of my pocket. I'm like, you're absolutely right. That's why you guys don't have 3D glasses, isn't it? It was a 2D film. Uh, but, yeah, Shannon Leto. And then yeah. you... So at the... 
went somewhere. There was another person. You went somewhere. I forget where you went. I think you just went to go close the doors or put the baskets out or something. And I was actually creeping on Shannon Leto's Instagram. So I wasn't really doing my job. I was like on the phone, looking at his Instagram, creeping on it, going really far back. All of a sudden I hear this voice be like, oh, where's the restroom? And I just tell my phone down. I look at him, but kind of not at him. And I'm like, oh, it's just down this way, this way. He's like, oh, thank you. And once I look back out down at the Instagram, I'm like, and I look back up and I see him walking. I'm like, oh my God, Shannon Little just caught me creeping Creeping on on his Instagram. (laughs) Like directly in front of him. I had a celebrity see me actually creeping on their Instagram and I felt so embarrassed and I was like I think wherever you came back around I was like this has happened I can never show my face and mm-hmm. see him again this is awful <laughs> I'm like this poor guy <laughs> just had this person weirdo and so we were during that movie we were like all ner- we were like concocting our pl- like should we say something like should we not <laughs> yeah, this, or, at but, this point cause... we had not actually addressed right we we tried to be professional and i guess to kind of yeah we tried to be professional but then yeah pretty much um and then at the end of the movie um him and um the woman that he was with they were walking out the doors and we kind of like um corner we kind of like hey you gonna take this picture no look at this (laughs) we they were like the first ones to leave so we I forgot what we did, I, but you you said because he was wa- they were both he, walking away very slowly, mm-hmm. and they so, could tell that we were like we were like bye, and then I was like, can we get a picture? He's like, yeah. You just he turns back really quick, and then so and then so after that, I mentioned I I told him I was like, hey, um, do you know? And I mentioned my dad's name from you know the dealership, and then he was like. Oh, your dad is effing awesome! And yeah. then he took the picture with us, and then yeah, the woman he was, he was like, probably that he smells great too. <laughs> That's, oh. This is a running thing between me and yeah, Alex. <laughs> I make I make jokes about I like smelling celebrities. Smelling somebody because I would come on, I you know do the hug and the photo. I smell them and be like, oh, they smell really good. And we were talking about Walker Stalker Con, which was a convention for The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Again, we had bonded on. We, me and Jonathan and my sister went to Portland one year to see this. And the guy who plays Jesus on Walking Dead, or Paul, uh, I don't know his real name. He's a he's a British actor. Jeez, um, Tom something. Tom. His 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 real name. His, yeah. His, 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 his actual name is Tom something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, as we, as the month, the couple months I was leading up to Walker Stalker, I kept making jokes about touching his hair, about some way of touching his hair because <laughs> I the guy who plays it uh, has very beautiful hair. Originally, it was extensions, and then he just grew out his hair. Um, and so we kept making jokes about me touching his hair, and then at the actual convention, we met him. We met him. Took some pictures. Very, very great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, can I touch your hair? And he's like, yes. And I think he probably had this you know, question a lot and he was used to it. Uh, again, very, very nice man. Thank you for letting me do that. Um, as my hands were actually in his hair, my sister and Jonathan both walk clear like away from the table where I am with my hands in his hair and Jonathan decides to yell out she's been planning this for months and I just ripped my hair through his hair and I was like thank you so much for the photos and everything bye and I'm like way to make me seem like the creepiest person I'm sure it's uh, not the creepiest thing he's he's heard but I know well having it shouted at I was like no everybody 
is aware that um, I want to like put my hands in his hair. Let me find out. His, let me give him a proper shot because he did. <laughs> Last thing I wanted to mention was uh, probably the best stories I've had. Um, and I can't do it through all of them because we're running low on time. So I'm gonna, but I'm gonna just do the ones that are relevant to us. Is uh, like this group is uh, for uh, when Star Wars: The Force Awakens came out, because that was just a whole different level. Like for those who do not know, if you've never worked at a movie theater or whatever, uh, working a Star Wars movie is by easily the most stressful thing you could possibly do. <laughs> Because everybody's coming to see it, gonna have guaranteed sold out shows, mm-hmm. and it's just gonna be a, a mess. So one year, uh, when the Force Awakens came out that night, I think Alex, I think you were working. I don't know if you were working, Jonathan. Okay. Uh, a lady passed out in the um, due to dehydration in the crowd of people. So I've worked a couple shows where people have passed out. Yeah. Um, I don't think I worked that one where she passed I out. I did, and I actually got a little <laughs> upset. Because, because of her friend, right? Her friend was awful. Yeah. And kept being like, well, we're That's what I was going to mention was that her friend was like, no. oh my God, we're going to miss the movie. I'm like, what? You have a movie? friend who's dying on the Yeah, she's, like, she's it, was, it was like. We had to call paramedics and it stuff. Was a, it, it was, was a serious. Couple. But the thing was, uh, I got a little upset because I did help out with the situation a lot. I got water and I got everything. And I was helping out. And they only thanked uh, Tevin and the supervisor. And I was like, are you serious? But okay, I was just completely ignored. Uh, we did, ha- this woman was hilarious. She tripped in The Force Awakens. Uh, do you remember her? She had her blood pressure drop. And she actually ended I, up I fainting. Thought that, I thought that was like Deadpool or something. No, it was the Star Wars. Because she made this. The one where me and you worked? Yeah, and, like- and then we had to explain to people like, yeah, you can't go in yet. And they're, uh, they're like, oh, did somebody throw up? We're like, no, a woman fainted. And as I was saying this, there is actually the paramedics with the gurney walking behind me. They're like, oh my God, it's serious. I'm like, yeah, another five minutes. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that woman. I thought you were talking about the woman who fell down the stairs. No, that one. That was, one was Deadpool, oh, I think. That was actually Batman Lego. I remember that one because she. Okay, for the woman who her blood pressure dropped and she actually had to be taken to the hospital, um, she was super funny because I'm like, "Are you sure you're okay?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm fine. Just the force was not with me tonight." <laughs> and she had she was with there with her older daughter who was pregnant. You know, her adult daughter, her adult son, and their their spouses. And it was just super funny because all of them were super chill. And I actually got a call from the head of the IMAX department who was like, "How was she?" I'm like, "Oh, she was fine. She went to the hospital." But how was she? I'm like, her blood pressure. She was basically saying. Is she well, going to sue, sue us? us? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, they made jokes. They were very polite. They understood that it was not our fault. And this is apparently a condition with her. No, you're talking about the woman with Batman Lego. There's a, or maybe it was Deadpool. It one been of those. The movies those. blend in, honestly. I mean, both of those movies came out around the same time, mm-hmm. I think. Um, if I'm not mistaken. This woman apparently came out to get something or was walking up the stairs and she tripped mm-hmm. and she hit her face. Ooh, and she's shit. like, oh, I fell down. I need to sit down. And we're like, do you need something? She's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm fine. But she removes her hand from her mouth. Blood it starts blood dripping. Right. I think Come I in. was working that day. I remember. No, it was just me. Like, down was just you guys. But I remember I hearing about story this. Mm-hmm. in such vividness because I was like, she's like, I think I might have a tooth loose. I'm like, where's your husband and your children? She had no urgency. She, she, no she urgency. was so calm. She was so like nice. Like, oh, I don't want to 
ruined the movie for them. Oh, no. I'm thinking of a different movie I worked on where a girl accidentally cut her hand on the uh, uh, the tampon disposer in the oh, yeah. bathroom. She was trying to stick her hand Yes, up and she was bleeding, and she's freaking out because she was... Re- it was And it was bleeding a lot. And so she was freaking out because she's like, oh, my God, like it, it just won't stop. And I'm like, don't worry. Look, we're going to call somebody. We're going to get some people in here, and we're going to help you out. No, this one woman straight up had blood pouring from her mouth. Mm-hmm. And like when she talks, she had a little pool of blood on, by her lips, and I was, she's like, "Oh, I don't want to ruin the movie for them." I'm like, I was like, Jonathan, go get you. I'm gonna so go get your husband. And like, like you, you're literally, and they left the movie because she was literally bleeding, like blood pouring from. And her like mouth. her husband or whoever was with her was was still in there. Yeah, they had not thought to come out to check on mm-hmm. his her wife. And I was this will be my last thing again. I know we keep saying that, but this will be my last thing for well, real. I was just gonna, um, yeah, you go and I I'll go. Okay, but um I don't I don't know if I I don't know if either of you were working. I think it was just me working, but I, I'm pretty sure I've told you this before, but the woman who ran into the into the 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 pole, the oh, beam, yeah. the uh oh, what's it called the beam. Sound. Yeah, it, well, she so she came out of the theater. She looked like she was sick. Um, and then she went presumably, presumably to go to the bathroom and she just, all we hear is, a, and she just slams into the pole, the beam, um, that's in the lobby. Um, and she just goes down and it seems, it sounds like she hit her head like super hard. Um, her story was, or yeah, her story was that she like, fell into it she like fainted and fell into it but it sounded like she straight up like rammed into it i thought her story was that she didn't touch the pole at all and that she just fainted yeah and that's, then everybody's like no no we heard a sound exactly you you, you don't make that kind of sound you, by just falling yeah, on the you, ground you straight up walked into that from what i heard that she she was denying that and then everybody was like no it made a really loud sound and mm-hmm. she walked like straight into it yeah uh what was your story Jim? uh last thing i was gonna mention was uh in relation because that's why i brought up star wars is in relation to your shannon leto story uh was the only celebrity encounter i've had at the imax is uh when for also the star wars the force awakens uh that opening night we also knew that michael burgess was coming and if you don't know who that is he played i don't know if he still plays now but he was uh, at the time uh a player on the seattle seahawks team and uh, Tevin and Maleka were super about it because they're huge Seahawks fans. So they were like, oh, Michael Burgess is coming. Oh, me, man, that's so cool. So Michael Burgess, and I didn't know what Michael Burgess looked like. I'd only heard of him. So I, like, when he walked by, I was like, he's just a normal dude. And Tevin came up. He's like, you know who that is? I was like, no. He's like, that's Michael Burgess. I was like, oh, <laughs> he's a big guy. Um, but he came through, and I'll never forget him being there because. Uh, I don't think, I think the season was still going, mm. but he came in and Elizabeth, because it was like Star Wars and it was the first time that year, I think since the, or at least since Boeing had been renovated, that we had had a movie with that type of rollout before, mm-hmm. um, where it was just consistent sold out shows for like the next like month or two. And uh, so Elizabeth was like, well, you know, I'll give the speech and stuff also because we got Michael Burgess. So I was like, all right, fine. So she goes over to give the speech and Michael Burgess just shows up and just takes the mic out of her hand. Oh, I heard about <laughs> and that. And he's just like, yeah. he just starts pumping up the crowd like for as if it's like a Seahawks game. And he's like, and he starts doing the chant, you know, he's like, Seahawks, Seahawks. <laughs> I was like, Elizabeth's just standing there like, 
Movies. Uh, <laughs> really quick, uh, I found the actor. It was Tom Payne. Tom Payne. Okay, uh, I got that, the Tom Payne. That's a cool name. I follow man. him on Twitter. So and yeah, he's... I do too. Um, he plays Jesus in The Walking Dead, and he's a fantastic actor. And he was very, very nice, and allowed me to run my fingers through his hair before it got creepy, and I left. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, we can post up the in... picture on on Instagram. Yeah, we took a. He like took my phone and just started taking pictures. I was confused, but I was like, okay. Yeah, he started. It. He just started taking a whole bunch. He yeah, was like, he was just like sniping and then making weird faces, and I was just in the background like what and we kept I remember that weekend we kept looking at his booth because like nobody we were like why is he not more popular probably because he plays Jesus on The Walking Dead and there's so many other characters you would like to meet other than him but he's awesome in the show like nobody would ever be at his booth like we would keep looking at him but even if like for example especially in the comic because in the comic Jesus is awesome too but there's so many other characters in the comic that I'm like that's my favorite character before Jesus I like Jesus or Paul uh, or Tom Payne as he was is actually referred um, to as his but uh, Anglo-Saxon. Nonetheless, movie. you know, uh, this has been um, fun time to go down memory lane. It has. And we have had a blast making this podcast. Um, we do have plans to do another season, uh, but if you've been listening to the first season, we really do appreciate you um, and appreciate your patience and sticking with us. Especially if you've listened to our last couple episodes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> They've been pretty long. Um, and we appreciate all your guys' comments and suggestions. And we do take them to heart and we do like hearing them and seeing what we can fix. Because again, this is the first season and we're starting out, so there's always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we have a whole bunch of stuff we want to do for like YouTube content in between. So there'll still be stuff to watch and in, in here, but there just won't yeah. be any podcast for a while, except for on holidays, maybe uh, um, from us. Yeah. I mean, I think we might go a little more into the YouTube, into the YouTube. Yeah. No, the YouTube. Not... Yes. Now it's oh, coming that's... full circle. I know. Yes. Throwback wow, to our first, wow. the, the YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> we recorded that on the first day and that's actually still on our intro. Damn. We might do a new intro. No, we, we have yeah, to do a new intro. We have yeah, to. Yeah. That was a weird, like, we're more advanced. We just never change it for this one because we're like, right, we're going to keep it standardized to separate the seasons out. We, we didn't know if we were going to do a second season with the way things are going, but you know, <laughs> it is enjoyable and I think... this is something we should continue yeah it's been a blast and we now have this on record you know to go back and listen to it and hear our thoughts on some of the things that are going on and some of the uh the movies that you know are are in our time we'll see you in october probably for halloween too which I'm a little upset that they're doing. I love Jamie Curtis, but I don't Wait, know. is there a they, Halloween too? There is going to be a new Halloween. Oh. Which they ended the... Well, no, well, no, we should watch it. To be fair, no, we didn't no. see Michael Myers die. So there's always room. <laughs> you just spoiled the movie for whoever didn't yeah, watch you did Halloween not one. No spoiler. What do you mean? What do you mean spoiled? They all know. No, if they have. It's the Halloween movie. franchise. They tried to but make a Halloween movie without Michael so Myers, and it didn't perfectly. go well. <laughs> they shouldn't have done it. They did it so well. But he got. Wasn't he? Spoiler alert! I'm gonna go in in semi detail. Oh, this is a but, we can do with yeah, some other time. No, but didn't he? But wait, 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 wait! No, didn't he? he didn't he? He was trapped in the fire, and the uh, house got caught on fire. Right? Yeah. She she lit up the house. Yeah. So how could he survive that? And that's what we're gonna get into. That's we're apparently, find out we're apparently gonna find that out. out. <laughs> uh, so, thanks for keeping up with us, and thanks for listening. Um, one last time, well, season two probably may not come out till uh, like an actual legit season two may not probably come out till I want to say like 
next year, to be honest. Well, yeah, because <laughs> like I mean, the start of January. We're going to have the holiday specials. But yeah. Because we got, we're, we're all going to be busy for the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's only three months. You know what I mean? Well, uh, let's see. September, like, we're still in early September. So, yeah, about like three and a half months. Yeah, yeah. you're going to hear us in October and then we'll do a Thanksgiving special. Yes. Um, where can we find you at, Jerome? Uh, you can find me always at not Jerome Rhett, because I'm not Jerome Rhett. Oh. Um, but don't. Alex. Uh, uh, you can find me at Living My OKS Life on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Jonathan Keys. Uh, you can also, all together now, let's do this all together. You can also, okay, wait, thanks no, guys. Wait, wait, like, we don't know how you're going to say it and yeah, what you're going to say. Okay, Twitter sometimes okay with- I know. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, then Facebook. I don't know our Twitter. Okay, never mind. You can follow us on Twitter at Usher, Usher Station Pod. Pod. You can follow us on Facebook at Behind, Behind the, the Usher, Usher Station. Station. You can follow there. us on Instagram at also at Behind, Behind the, the Usher, Usher Station. Station. And you can also follow us on YouTube at Behind and the Usher, Usher Station. Station. I got a little redundant. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just summed up the last part. But nonetheless, thanks for listening. Have a great day. See? Yes. That's when we should have done it. (laughs) But yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys uh, next month. All right. Peace out. Peace.